Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Tuesday for those that are joining here live. Happy whatever day of the week it is for you. Thanks so much for joining us on the boost. We spoke yesterday about the Warren Buffett punch card principle. I got to tell you, it's 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 super powerful if you can do it. Some people are better at this than others. Some people live in what's called the fire hose. I know a company with incredible people. And the reason why they're not more successful is because of one reason, because of the fire hose. If you don't know what I mean, I'll explain it. And if we've done this before, I apologize. The fire hose is this concept that companies use to explain why they're not successful. And the reason is because when you have people that are, you know, of limited talent, you focus them on one thing because you don't have a lot of faith in them. You have a job, you have a business, right? You got to get a product out. You hire people. You don't really think that they're that creative, but they can do their job well. They're great people. God bless them. So you stay very focused on, on one thing. And then at some point, you hire better people. And when you hire, not, not, um, let me let me let me say better. It's not better people. There's no such thing as better people. I don't believe in every person is a piece of God. Every person is wonderful in who they are. Some people are more talented in creativity and seeing into the future. Some people are more talented in doing. Some people are more interested in their career. Some people are looking for like a quick nine to five or like no one's better than anyone else. But stick with me in the example. So now you hire people that are like visionary visionary types and they want to do this and that da, 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 da. and now more things are possible. And so, now that more things are possible, they start coming into your world. And so people start dabbling with more things. Now, if you don't have a very strict sort of like, you know, vision process, you turn around one day and your company's doing like 50 things. And everyone's juggling 100 things. Right? It's called drinking out of the fire hose. Right? You can have the most delicious drink in the world it's just that if it comes out of a fire hose you really can't digest it it doesn't come down that's what happens companies go from drinking out of a straw and then that hose gets bigger the people get bigger the vision gets bigger and so they start drinking out of the fire hose and now you're never really drinking and you 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 can see right away if you ever want to look you want to sort of spot this like some of you are in a company well, next time you're talking to somebody, there's an easy way to spot it. Just follow them for two days. Listen to what they say. When lots of people say, I can't do it, it's all night, I'm working like crazy, there's a lot of that. A lot of like, I'm working like nuts, I'm working like nuts, it never ends, I'm working like nuts, I didn't take vacation. When the employee starts saying things like that, usually it means that there is the company drinking out of a fire hose. Working hard is part of work, you know, being successful. It's just there's working hard then there's like I can never catch up. Like I can never catch up. When you're in the world of I can never catch up, um again, I am in no way I, I, I feel this way a lot. Just to put it out there. I don't even want to be like, oh, you know, Charlie's got this. I feel this way a lot. Just between us. But it doesn't change the fact that it's the fire hose is a huge issue. It's an issue in people's lives. It's an issue in people's businesses. It's an issue in everything in life. The fire hose. Now, 
sometimes you have no choice. Things are busy, and they're busy times. And I don't want to downplay things that come at people and that make their lives super busy. But many times, or sometimes, it's because we don't know how to choose. Because we don't follow the bar, the Buffett punch code. Because we don't have a quality control process for what am I doing with my time. And I was even thinking this the other day that, like, I don't know if you guys do this, but like sometimes, like, I replay conversations in my head. Like, how many times have you replayed a conversation in your head that, like, is never going to happen again? That's 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 a time sink. You may not think it's a time sink because you're thinking about it like on the way to something. Like you're in the shower or you're walking to the car or you're driving or whatever it is. You're not doing anything, but it is because every time you have a thought, the thought takes energy. So you're draining your energy in conversations in your brain that never will never happen. That's that's a, that's a, a lack of quality control for your time investment. How much time do we need? To How much downtime do we need? How much did you hear conversations do we need? Right? How many opportunities do we go after that really are not good for us? Whether it's in business or friendships or life or personal, whatever it is. How many times do companies lose millions of dollars because they chased an opportunity that was of low quality? Like, think about your life. Think about your day. Make a list and ask yourself, out of the 15, 20, 30 things I did today, which of these things would I do if I had only 20 things to do for the year? Forget for life the way the Buffett's at it. Imagine if you only could do 20 things a year consistently. Try it for one day. Try this today. Make a list of all the th- just try it it'll take you five minutes it's worth it You're, what's more important than your life what's more important than your life sit down at the end of the day today or right now if you have the time or at lunch or whenever you want and make a list of what you did either yesterday or if it's tonight make a list of what you did today high level woke up in the morning breakfast da, 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 high level spoke to him spoke to her did this did that Google this Google that Watch this, watch that, whatever. Make a list. Look at it and say, if I can only do 20 things a year consistently, what would I do? Sleep? Yeah, you do that. Brush your teeth? I hope so. Eat? Yep. How much? How little? You can figure that out. Start to look at what we do every day and ask ourselves, would it pass if I had someone, if I hired somebody and their job was quality control of time investment would this pass that's where your life's going all of us that's what's happening it's getting seeped away in small moments that you can never put your finger on little moments here and five minutes here and an hour here and two hours here and when you have just lots and lots and lots and lots of time that just seep away in low quality investments that's when you don't really have the ability to have the energy to do big things. That's what Buffett's saying. You know, I heard him say this once again, and again, I don't mean to, but again, this is life. You don't invest in a way that's different from life. Remember, God created the world through, through, through spiritual principles that apply to investing and apply to life. Buffett once, I'll never was speaking at, I forget which business school that I was watching him at. And he spoke about how his greatest misses, the greatest mistakes he's made in his career, is not 
the companies he's invested in failed. He's Google Google this if you want to, or I'll tell it to you. The greatest mistakes he just made is is the companies that he's invested in, but he didn't he didn't double down on. As he says, he was caught sucking his thumb. He saw an opportunity, came at him, and he went in with. Remember, this is Warren Buffett, right? He went in with let's say like a hundred million, when he should have gone in with five hundred million. And he says, "You'll never see this on a balance sheet. No, you'll you'll never see like lost opportunity on a balance sheet. Like I invested a hundred and I made a twenty five percent return. Like you're never going to see that. Had I invested another five hundred, I would have made enormous. Like you never would see that. It doesn't come up anywhere. You have losses on the balance sheet." Right, but you don't have successful investments in what you could have put in. They, that doesn't. That's not. You don't. They don't ca- account for that. And he'll say it. No one will ever know, except for me. But I know that there are multiple investments that I've made in my career that, had I been a little bit more aggressive and had I trusted myself a little bit more, had I recognized that there are not a lot of great opportunities that come around in your life, and this was one of them, I would have made Berkshire Hathaway much more money. What he's saying is the punch card. I have an opportunity. I should have doubled down. I'm going to say something. And it's true, I think. Like, people feel this way when they get to the end of their lives or they get later on in their lives. They'll look back and go, I had an opportunity to create a relationship with this person, my own child. And I and I squandered it with low investments. I was running around. I didn't really need to make that much more money. I hear this a lot. I have little kids at home, right? This person saying, I had little kids at home. I made enough money to cover my expenses, cover my bills, build my career. But I was so focused on the next size home and the next size vacation and competing with the Joneses that I ran around every day making, trying to make money. And then I woke up one morning and those little kids were now teenagers and then they left the house. And I had an opportunity. They're only in my house for so many years. And now I lost it. They're not coming back into my house. They're married. They're not getting to be little again and jumping into my bed at night. I had an opportunity that I could have doubled down in. That would have been a high quality time investment that I would have had forever. And now because I made a low quality decision chasing this much more money so that I have this much more rooms in a house that is mostly dark anyways, because at some point, you don't need that many rooms every day of your life. And I've heard these conversations with people in moments of weakness when they, they'll say, did I really need that size at my age? And was it really worth my own children? Period. Did I really need to run around as much as I ran around at a time where I could have doubled down on a high quality time investment, which is my family? or my relationships, or my depth, or my spiritual, whatever, or my career. doesn't have to be a non-money thing. Did I really need to watch every single game in its entirety? Did I really need to be friends with 50 people and maintain? Did I really need that when I could have been growing an expertise in something so that when I got older and it wasn't as easy to run around, I was good at something? Right? It's a time investment thing. Okay, life happens. We should protect us. God should protect us. 
No question, if things come thrown at us. But what happens when we're choosing? What happens when we're out there making a choice every day for what I'm doing? Do we have quality control for time investment? Do we live with the punch card? If we don't, that's why our means doesn't work. If we don't, we're not going to have enough energy to do anything great. We're just living in the world of mediocre. We're just living in the world of good. So everything's good. Relationships are good. My career is good. That's good. I'm somewhat healthy, right? My my spirituality, everything's good. So yes, somebody, how you doing? You know what they say? Good. Because that's what it is. Good. God gave them the power to be amazing, right? God, you're built with the piece of God inside you. You just need to learn how to say no. And that's the hardest. The hardest is no. All right, we'll talk about this. All right, think about this today. Make a list. Take five minutes. Just jot it down. Seriously. Think about it. Just make a list. Take five minutes. Write down what you do yesterday or this morning, depending on when you make a list. And how many things, if you can only do 20 things this year, consistently, right? How many of those things would make the 20-thing list? Wonder. All right, everybody. Have a great day. And with God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life. Pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction. The winds of life blow your vision. All the devastation forever feels like you're on the run. It's time. No one else can set you free. You're locked inside. And only you have got the key.